Hi, welcome to the Axe Church UK weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy. Morning, everyone. Welcome to church. It's so good to have you again. We're so glad you could join us for our Easter Sunday service, or as I would like to call it, the Resurrection Sunday service, because that is the reason we are celebrating today the fact that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, He is risen. He is alive. Uh, You see, friends, every time we gather for church, I know we talk about Jesus rising from the dead, you know, almost every Sunday, uh, but the fact is, when we gather, it's not about the teachings of Jesus. We're not just focusing on the teachings of Jesus. We're not just focusing on the sayings of Jesus. Uh, The reason why his sayings and his teachings and his life mean so much to us and we can put our confidence in everything that he said is because of the fact that he rose again, friends. He rose again. The tomb is empty. And what an amazing, powerful statement that is. And so today, I would like to share with us, you know, a message that is that is simply titled, What is Resurrection? Don't mind the, the, the lawnmower at the back. We're going to continue on. So what is resurrection? You know, the, the fact is this, that Jesus rose again. Resurrection means that death has been defeated. It means that the grave is empty. Resurrection means that, you know, he who was once dead now lives again. And and this is a powerful, powerful statement because if Jesus rose again, it means that, you know, he is more than a man. That means that he is who he says he is. He is the son of God who came to die for our sins. And yet by rising again, he shows that by putting faith in Him, we too can rise with Him. We too can have a hope and a future. And and that that is something to be celebrated about. I get so excited every time I think about, you know, Resurrection Sunday because of the fact that the tomb, let me, let me, let me, Put out this statement first and then I'll explain it because if you just heard this statement, it might mess you up because the tomb wasn't empty. I know you said that the, I said the tomb was empty, but let me, let me explain it. What do I mean by the tomb wasn't empty? What I meant to say is that Jesus is not in the tomb, but you know what's in the tomb? My shame. You know what's in the tomb? My sin. In fact, not just my shame, my sin, our shame our sin. You know what's in the tomb? Our anxiety. You know what's in the tomb? Our past mistakes. You know what's in the tomb? Our our past failures. What's in the tomb? Our abuse. You know what's in the tomb? You know, every awful thing that has ever uh, happened to us or has been committed by us, every lie we told, uh, every, you know, broken promise, it's all in the tomb. All of my sin, all of my mistakes, all of my failures has been buried with Jesus. And when he rose again, he walked out of the tomb. What's in the tomb is my past. Friends, what's in the tomb is your past. And that's why we celebrate the resurrection, because we have new life. Amen. You know that Jesus has done it all for us. Now, you might be thinking, oh, Pastor, you know, you're so excited, but you don't understand the reality I live in. Well, that's awesome because you're already helping me preach. I've got three points for you today. And my first point is this, that for resurrection to happen, we must first accept the reality. 
there's no greater and more solemn reality than death. Death will come for us all. I'm right here in a famous cemetery here in North London and right behind me is actually the burial spot for Karl Marx. If you pause the video and zoom in, you can actually see his headstone and, and tombstone there somewhere between the trees. Uh, now, the truth is this, that whether you are famous or not famous, we will all one day die. Whether you are healthy or not healthy, one day we will all die. Whether you're young or old, one day we will all die. Death doesn't discriminate. Death doesn't look at our background or the color of our skin, uh, the opportunities we have or didn't have. Death comes for us all and death comes suddenly. And, and this is why resurrection is so powerful. The fact that the scariest thing in life, you know, whatever reality uh, you are currently in, I can guarantee you, friends, that nothing beats death. No matter how awful your job is, nothing beats death. No matter how hard uh, your course is, and some of the students might feel like you're dying, but you're just saying that because nothing beats death except Jesus. And this is a powerful statement. This is, this is why we, we, we celebrate his resurrection. And, and it's not something that's hard to believe. I know some of you might be thinking, you know, what, just because he rose again, I'm supposed to take his word for it. No, no, no. It's the fact that even before he rose again, he had already said he would do it. And not only that, you know, he resurrected someone who didn't just die for three days, but four days, proving that three days is not a problem for him. Now, don't take my word for it. Let's turn to some scripture. Let's listen to some of the eyewitnesses and, and, and hear what they had to say. If you have your Bibles, why don't you turn with me to John chapter 11, verse 17, and we're going to read until verse 25. John eleven seventeen says this, So when Jesus came, he found that he had already been in the tomb for days. Jesus, of course, was uh, here to find his friend Lazarus, uh, a friend of his that had uh, died, had passed away at a younger age. And they had asked for Jesus to come to help. But by the time he arrived in his village, he had already been dead and buried for four days. Verse 18, Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away, and many of the Jews had joined the woman around Martha and Mary, the sisters of Lazarus, to comfort them concerning their brother Lazarus. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary was sitting in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Verse 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. And he who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Now, I know I'll stop at verse 25, but let me just read one more verse. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? 
right from the get-go, Jesus poses us a question. Do you believe that I can raise the dead? And if you can believe this, then it is not a problem for you to believe that one day I too will raise from the dead. And this is powerful because like I said earlier on, you know, Jesus died and rose again three days later, but here he is. You can read on later on, you know, go back, read the whole chapter for yourself. But it culminates in Jesus shouting to the graves, Lazarus, come forth. You know, I always believe that the reason why Jesus had to specify Lazarus was because there was so much power in him that if he were to say, come forth, the whole graveyard would, would, would come forth. You know, I'm not that anointed. So therefore, you don't see anything raising from the back. But here we are talking about Jesus. You know, and Lazarus did come forth. Why? Because Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. So maybe the topic for today's message shouldn't really be what is revival, but who is revival? His name is Jesus. Do you believe in Him? If you believe in Him, friends, there is revival power surging within you because He didn't say, I will be uh, the resurrection. He didn't say, I was the resurrection. He says, I am the resurrection, present tense, which means that today He still is the resurrection. And if you believe in Him, you shall not die, but you shall flourish and live again. And many times in life, it's not just about our physical death that we're afraid of, about. In fact, if we know Jesus, we are no longer afraid of physical death. But it's the death of other things, you know, that, that really gets us down. You know, maybe uh, you were eyeing a promotion and that opportunity was taken away from you. It feels like the death of your career. Or maybe you were eyeing for a job and you went for it, you know. Or maybe you even were offered a job, but due to the economic circumstances due to the the economic death throes of this you no know, uh, pandemic you know that opportunity that job that offer was taken away from you or maybe you know you've you've lost your job or, or lost a loved one you know there's definitely a lot of realities in our life and the first thing that we got to do to, to embrace the resurrection power of Christ is to surrender our reality to God. Martha was very honest. She just said, God, if you had been here, the reality is this, that my brother is dead. The reality is this, if you were here, he wouldn't be dead. But do, you, do the beautiful thing is this, because Jesus is the I am, which means that wherever he is, you know, it, you know there is power. And therefore, for God, he is never late. He is never early. He is always on time, right when we need him. Or maybe you are right now in a situation or a reality where you just feel so paralyzed by whatever you're going through. You know, I can also imagine that, you know, during the, 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 the first Easter, so to speak, before we call it Easter, you know, today we call it Good Friday. We look at Friday and Jesus died and we say, wow, that was a Good Friday. But for the actual day when the disciples were going through it, you know, it wasn't a Good Friday. It was maybe Freak Out Friday because it was like our, our leader has died. And not only that, immediately it was followed by the Sabbath on Saturday. You know, the, 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 the Jewish custom is that on Sabbath, they are not to do anything but to rest. And so maybe you're in a situation where not only has there been a death to your job, a death to your finances, a death 
uh, in the area of your health, you know, a, 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 a dead end, if you don't like me repeating the word death, then, then a dead end that you cannot escape, a, a, a dead end that you feel stuck in, a deadline that you cannot meet, and you just feel like there is no more hope anymore. And worse, here comes the Sabbath, here comes Saturday, where, where you're, you can't do anything, even if you wanted to, you, you, you just can't do anything. I can only imagine the disciples' emotions. They had lost their friend and then they, there was nothing they could do. You know, one whole day, they, they were just paralyzed, maybe mourning. And, and, and many of us, you know, if it's not a freak out Friday in our life, if it's not a, a, a death in, 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 in our uh, reality, uh, then it could be a, a Saturday situation you know uh, i definitely uh, uh, um, will always remember my saturday situation because i still remember around easter weekend of 2011 i had proposed to pastor cat you know uh, i brought her out for you know you know just uh, that's another story for another day but you know i i dined and we went out for brunch and you know fun romantic stuff and then uh, on saturday easter weekend saturday you know i i got down on my knee and i proposed to pastor cat uh, what followed after that was when we went back to her house to meet her parents her parents, uh, my current in-laws. So you can see the story has a happy ending. But at that time, my future in-laws, they were so unhappy because they, 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 they thought that me working for the church would never be able to provide a good and stable financial future uh, for their precious daughter. And they were, uh, you know, giving us an earful. They were giving uh, 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 me a piece of their mind. And, you know, a lot of angry words were hurled at us. A lot of false accusations were thrown at us. And it was definitely a very painful Saturday situation. I had nothing except just sit there on the table and just take it all in. The only thing I could do was hold myself back from crying, you know, and that was our reality. And, and But the good news is this, just because you have a reality that's negative because of Jesus's resurrection, we don't have to stay in that reality. Even though I had a Saturday situation with my in-laws and a Saturday situation, even though previously it was, you know, uh, what a wonderful day of proposing to my fiance, now wife, but because I surrendered the Saturday situation, because I surrendered. That night itself, we really thought that that was it. You know, we were never going to get married because it literally ended. The, the, the meeting with, with her parents literally ended with my now father-in-law saying that we do not have my blessing. I will not attend your wedding and please don't come to my funeral. Man, we felt crushed. Me especially. But then what did we do? that night itself, we released it to God. And we say, God, would you take over? This is beyond, this is this pain is beyond anything I can bear. This heartache is beyond anything I can bear. God, I need to release it to you. And that, my friends, is the second point. For us to access the resurrection power of God, we need to release our situation to God. What do we mean by releasing it to God? Well, let's go back to scripture again. 
in John chapter 11, verse 25, Jesus said, I am the resurrection, I am the life, and he who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live, and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Uh, to release means that, to release the, the, the pain of that reality. Yes, Jesus says, you might have experienced great trauma, but would you release it? Would you believe him? You know, would you surrender it into his hands? That's another way for releasing. And the beautiful thing is this, that Martha, who had the encounter with Jesus, you know, she said in verse 27, yes, Lord, I believe you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is come into the world. Uh, releasing is not about just hyping up uh, our, our belief system. You know, sometimes faith is as simple as letting go. Letting go of what we know and receiving what Jesus has to offer. And, and, and this is so important for us because many times when we are faced with a very painful reality, you know, the, the pain uh, kind of sticks its claws in and, and we have no choice but to hold on to that pain. And, and sometimes, you know, if you were there uh, for last week's message, you know, Pastor Kat shared uh, her and like many people, many of us like her, sometimes think that by worrying, uh, we can somehow, you know, uh, wishfully think the problem away. If you're really honest, you know, we hope that by our worrying, you know, that, that somehow that negativity can push, but you know, that doesn't work, you know. Positive, it's not about positive thinking or negative thinking, it's about releasing. Amen. Today, is there a pain in your life that you need to release to God? I know you want to see healing. That's the resurrection life that Jesus has to offer. You know, maybe there is a situation at your work and you need God's resurrection power to work in your boss, in your colleague. You know, maybe you have a relationship, you know, that has, that has come to an end. Or maybe there was a relationship in your life that, that has somehow, you know, been soured by misunderstanding and and you know uh, uh, unforgiveness and, and sometimes we think that by by you know complaining about the issue you know by thinking about the issue we can solve it but really what we need to do is release Martha had two choices you know she could either hold on to the grief or she could release it you know to God and receive faith to say that yes God I believe another way to process release is actually found in the same chapter John chapter 11 verse 25 Jesus said take away the stone like I said Jesus through the resurrection of Lazarus was telegraphing how he too will raise again because he asked them I want you to bring me to where he's buried but it's been four days they said but he said doesn't matter if you believe nothing is impossible and then he commanded them move the stone away you know maybe for us the key to releasing some of our pain in order to experience the resurrection power of Christ is that we need to move the stone away what's the stone in your life could it be your heart you know has it turned to stone you know due to I don't know the 
realities that we've been you know been in for far too long maybe that has hardened us and made it hard for us to have faith like a child again made it hard for us to believe that God is the resurrection but friends I'm here on this resurrection Sunday morning to remind you that my God lives remember my Saturday situation I release it to God I said that God take over God we release and and you know what else we release is say God we forgive you know every painful word that have been hurled our way every insult that have had come our way you know Lord we release forgiveness we release this situation I'm not gonna worry about it I'm gonna release it so that God's love can come in and so long story short you know not only did God heal the relationship with my in-laws uh, but every fear every attack you know that they uh, 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 threw at us about uh, who I am about serving the Lord about our marriage was all nullified one by one they were worried that we couldn't uh, have money and the finances you know to have a wedding and not only did God provide but he also provided enough finances for us to have so much more you know today I am blessed not because you know uh, uh, I'm some financial guru I'm not I'm blessed because I had released my pain to the Lord I had released my Saturday situation to the Lord I had released my 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 death uh, uh, to the Lord and received his healing received his resurrection power today you know I'm so blessed I'm I'm married to Pastor Ken I'm standing in front of you you know sharing this testimony because of the fact that I rolled that stone away the stone called hurt the stone called God can you really and sometimes you know we have a reality on top of that reality is our own thoughts and opinions our own uh, ideas of how God would move did you see that Martha had her own idea as well you know she said that yeah yeah, yeah I know I know God that when you talk about the resurrection you know it, it, you know he will rise again in the last days Martha had her own idea of how God will bring you know healing and life back to her brother again are you saying that one day in heaven we'll meet again Jesus is saying that come Come on, roll that stone away. Maybe this is a word for someone out there. You got to roll the stone of opinion away. You got to roll the stone of your past experiences away. And, and don't color God's word with your own perception, but allow the words of Jesus to come powerfully and simply into your life. Let me repeat again what Jesus has declared himself to be. He says in verse 25 of John chapter 11, I am the resurrection and life. Amen. So release, friends, release. So what do we do after we release? We got to receive. That's my third R. Amen. First thing is this, we have a reality. And whatever, how painful that reality is, we got to release it to God. And after releasing it, there's nothing we can do except to receive. And this is so powerful. Uh, you know, and this is maybe, you know, so powerful yet so simple that a lot of us, we miss it. A lot of us, you know, when it comes to God, you know, uh, we like to, again, similarly like Martha, overcomplicate things. I want you 
to know again, friends, God's resurrection power is not just some theological thing. You know, I know Martha is saying that I know in the last days he will rise again, but Jesus is saying that, hey, don't talk theology to me. You know, and maybe that's a word. Some of you, you know, in your prayer to God, in your relationship with God, you know, you are, you, you there's a stone of theology of your own making uh, uh, between you and your breakthrough you gotta release that and receive the word of god what did jesus says i am the resurrection won't you just receive that right now just just let that word linger in for a moment i am jesus says i am the resurrection you know there were seven things that jesus said that he is you know there are seven i am's of jesus maybe we can do another series of it on another day but the seventh of the i am's that jesus said is actually i am the resurrection that's the most perfect definition that's the most perfect i am you ever need to know about god you know sometimes we overcomplicate things i know god's like this i know god's like that and god said that no no wait 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 can you just pick up your bible and get this into your head can you just receive this into your head into your heart the fact that he is the resurrection amen and 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 what we need to do today is come back to that place again like i said he is the reason we celebrate and what i want us to do in a while is that i want us to just open our hearts and say god i i i take the stone of my own opinions away lord i release all my pain before you i come before you honestly with my reality and lord i receive i receive the simple fact that you are risen i receive the simple fact that if you can raise Lazarus after four days and you rose yourself after three days, God, nothing in my life is impossible for you. You see, this is not a, a, a theological message. This is not like a, a thinker's message, you know, like everything of the Word of God is not about the think or the death. It's about how we receive it. Would you receive it with faith like a child this morning and go like, you know what, God, if you did that for Lazarus, you can do it for me. On top of that, not only that, we are now, if you are a believer in Christ, you are living, you are part of the resurrection of Christ. You are living it right now. And so friends, I want you to receive it. And not only receive it, I want you to declare it over every situation that you're going through right now you know it has there been uh, uh, you know some sort of tragedy in your life uh, do you have some sort of trauma you know whether it's emotional or physical uh, do you have a problem with your health friends and stop stop living with your problem stop thinking and, and, and stop partitioning you know what God can do and what God cannot do and start receiving it think about it every prayer that has been answered by Jesus when he was walking on the earth every healing every miracle you know what was the key the key was that people received it by faith the woman with the issue of blood she received it by faith she said that it's not about me if only you can touch a little bit of jesus the roman centurion who had a servant who was sickly and about to die he just received it lord say the word and it is done 
And so friends, you know, will you come back again and have the faith like the centurion again? Lord, say the word and it is done. Here's the good news, friends. Jesus has already said it. It's like discovering that, you know, you have a check on the way. You know, have you ever been in a financial situation and you're, you're praying to your parents, mom, dad, you know, can you, can you send me some help, you know, or maybe writing to a friend, uh, writing to, you know, a, a rich person, say, can you help me? You know, what amazing uh, reaction it will be if the moment you ask the person, the person say, don't worry about it, the check's already been on the way. I've already mailed it three days ago. You know, we would all rejoice, right? If anyone is sending me a check mailed three days ago, I thank you in advance. But you know what's even more amazing? Jesus had already said it. Everything we need for this life to face every problem, you know, He's already said it. The healing words, He's already said it. The breakthrough words, He's already said it. It's in, it's in John, chapter, John chapter 11, verse 25. Jesus has already said, I am the resurrection. I am the life. He who believes in me shall never die. Friends, Jesus has already said it. What, what else is there to do except to receive it and claim it and say, God, I thank you for this word and allow that truth, friends, to just rush into every part of your life. You know, one very powerful thing that, you know, remember I shared about my situation, my Saturday situation with, uh, you know, cats and, and my in-laws. Uh, do you know that today, you know, uh, they are so proud of me, you know, I, and, and this wasn't by my own doing or by my own asking. I still remember after we got married and we thought that, wow, God, this is, this is your miracle. It's already done. Wow, God, you're not only provided for our wedding, you know, when my father-in-law asked me to say that, how, how much, how much, uh, 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 was the wedding and, and, and almost, you know, hinting to me if I need financial help to pay off, you know, I was able to humbly say, no, it's all been paid in full. And then he said, and, and with savings uh, to spare. And his jaw dropped. And not only that, the Lord provided a roof over our head. The Lord provided health and comfortable living for us. But not just that, the Lord also provided for us opportunity to do ministry here in the UK and I still remember when the Lord started to, to lay the seed uh, in our hearts to come over to the UK uh, to, to, to plant churches and to, to preach His Word, you know, we were a little bit nervous because we're like, oh no you know, uh, 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 will, will we be able to uh, uh, get the proper visas? Uh, will we be able to finance ourselves? Uh, but then the Lord, you know He reminded us, hey, i already said it, I am the resurrection, I am the life, you don't need to worry. And on top of that, you know, when the, as God provided all the visas and all the things needed, you know, there was one more hurdle, uh, at least in our life, uh, you know, it was that Kat had to explain it uh, to her parents that, you know, her as an up-and-coming lawyer who was maybe uh, uh, one year away from being promoted to become a partner in a major law firm in Malaysia, she had to turn to her dad and said, uh, Dad, I'm going to give up all of that 
to do this God thing in UK, in London. And we were again preparing ourselves for uh, the, the, you know, all that had happened uh, in Easter 2011. But again, the Lord told us like, come on, you know, why do you keep going back there? I am the resurrection. I am the life. If I did it before, I can do it again and I can do it even better. And so, you know, long story short, when we finally revealed the news uh, to my uh, father-in-law, he was like, oh, that's good. And we were like all shocked. We're like, what? What now? And then he was like, yeah. So, so you know, and, and we explained what we're doing, but then the Lord helped him to understand it in such a way where he said, so you're saying that uh, David's organization is expanding out of Malaysia and they want to start a work in Europe, in the UK, and they want to send David to start the work there. And so basically, he's going to head up the European uh, side of the operations of his organization. And we're like, yeah, in, in a way, and you're bringing my daughter with you so that she can also have a better life in the UK. We're like, now when you put it that way, and he was like, you have my full blessing. And we were overjoyed. And not only that, we've had the privilege of hosting them. They've come to visit us here many times. And, and it just feels like the Holy Spirit is warming their hearts to the gospel, warming their hearts to what we are doing here, the difference that we are making. What is the key to all that? Did I hustle? Did I save up money? Did I try to go golfing with my father-in-law? None of that. What did I do? I just received it. Received the simple fact that Jesus has done it all that the words needed for my breakthrough has been said by Jesus and it's not just been said now, it's been said 2,000 years ago. And maybe that's another word for some people here. You're right now in a reality where you need God to intervene. And you're saying, God, I've been praying and fasting. Please say something. I need to hear your word. Guess what? Maybe you need to spend some time with His word because He's already spoken. And if it's already spoken, there's nothing we can do except to receive it. So friends, would you receive the truth this morning that Jesus, He is the resurrection and He is the life and allow that truth to change you, allow that truth to set you free, allow that truth to create miracles and testimonies in your life. Do you believe it, friends? I certainly do. And now, would you allow me to just pray for you? I just feel so glad that, that I want to pray for some people here that could be watching. You know, right now, I want us to close our eyes and I want you to lift up your hands and surrender your reality to God. And in a while, I want you to lift up your hands to heaven as a sign of releasing it to God. And then in a while, I want us to just close our hands to receive by faith all that God has already set aside for us. Every blessing, every solution, but ultimately the truth that He is the resurrection. He is able to not just provide, but He's able to make right and make alive again the areas in your life that has grown cold, the areas in your life that has been destroyed. He's able to heal and make right again. Lord, we surrender all of our realities to you. Lord, we surrender our Saturday situations to you. And God, we release it. Lord, like your word says, Lord, turn the stone away. Would you push the stone away? Lord, right now, we're pushing the stone of our hearts away. And then, Lord, we're, re we're receiving. We're receiving the 
very powerful yet simple truth that you are the resurrection and you are. You're not just was and you're not just one day will be. You are. Lord, we receive it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You know, friends, before I close today's service, I just want to give you an opportunity to accept Jesus. You know, today we talked a lot about how he has rose again. And friends, it's true. You can go back and read. Like I said, you know, uh, he, he has died for us. Why? Because we are all sinners. You know, just, just real honest talk here. All of us, we have sin in our lives. All of us, we, we think we are perfect, but we are far from perfect. You know, the selfishness, self-centeredness, or worse, there are things that we've done uh, that to hurt people uh, that we regret, or maybe even things that we have done to hurt ourselves that we regret. And friends, God doesn't want you to live with that regret. Worse, the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. In other words, the regrets and the mistakes, if you hold on to them, the only wage, the only payment it will pay you back is death. But that's why Jesus conquered death. And, and so the reason we celebrate Easter, the reason why we celebrate Resurrection Sunday is of the fact that we are so loved by God, that He took all of our mistakes and He took it to the cross on Good Friday 2,000 years ago. And the reason we can call it Good Friday today is because we know that He has risen because He rose Himself from the grave and He walked out of that tomb. And like I said, all that's left inside that tomb, all that's left buried is our sin, our shame, our our mistakes, our pain, our past. And so with resurrection life comes new life, comes a new chapter, and it comes God's peace, comes God's joy, comes God's love, comes with a new reality that no matter what we're facing now, we do not need to face it alone because God is with us. And so friends, if that's you and you feel God calling you and you feel that God is saying that, come on, would you trust me? Would you receive me into your heart? Then in a while we're going to say a prayer together but, but, but come to Jesus all you need to do is admit that you need Him believe that He died for you rose again and has forgiven you of all your sins it's been forgiven and then you just need to commit your life receive all that Jesus has done for you and commit your life to Him God bless if you've been touched by today's message and would like to invite Jesus into your life why don't you join me in saying this prayer Lord Jesus, thank you for paying the ultimate price for my sins by dying on the cross for me. I receive your love and forgiveness and eternal life by faith. Come into my heart and life and be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you've been blessed by today's message. For more information about Acts, you can check out www.actschurch.uk. God bless.